Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Today on Money Calls the Heart, we're talking about fine cuisine, stock markets, and money. Lots of it. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hello, hearties. Welcome back to AfterBuzz TV. We are here doing One Calls the Heart, Season 6, Episode 2. Dos. Dos, the queen of hearts. I'm your host, Marcia Serafini. Joining me, I have... James Law Jr. Yes. Hello. Hello, hearties. Welcome back. Welcome, James. Here we are. Hello, everybody. Very excited to talk about this. This was a great episode. This is a great episode. Oh, my. I loved it. I loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. Yeah, of course. So we're going to talk all about, of course, Elizabeth helping Timmy out ride the bike. This new introduction of this new scoundrel, so they say, <laughs> um, with Lucas Burchard, of course. We'll yes. get all into him. Yes. Um, Fiona Miller. I like her. I love her. She can stay. I love her. Um, and then, of course, some Abigail and Gowan investments. Rosemary still playing matchmaker. And, of course, our favorite, Team Classy. Yes. Oh, everyone's yes. our favorite. But uh, before we get into it, mm-hmm. what were your quick thoughts of episode two? Well, I have to say, I actually gave a shout out to the writers. The dialogue this episode was really good. Not saying it's bad or anything, but just I, I just love the dialogue. It was crackling. It was popping. It was just like a lot of great banter between characters mm-hmm. I, lo- I just i just i this episode again it wasn't super heavy no. there was some there was some you know some intrigue and mystery but it was very much a lighter another lighter episode that's kind of setting us up for stuff for the rest of the season and little everybody i mean little everybody was featured and i just thought it was a great great and i have to start out because i want i know people were talking about this the new theme song Yes. I have to get used to it. The new credits. It's very opening. orchestral. It's kind of it has elements of the old one in there. I have to. I don't know how I feel about it yet, but we'll. I'll wait. I'll wait a few more episodes, but I have to get used to it. But it has a new theme song. What do you think? Well, well, I felt like the the theme song is the same, but it's a little bit slower. Yeah. And it was a little bit shocking because they completely yes. changed it from even last week's for the first episode. It was still the same one we yes. saw. Just. Remove Daniel Lissing. Right. But now this is a completely brand new one mm-hmm. with the new characters. And new and shots it. and everything. I'm like, all right. I know. It's a new season. Mm-hmm. Um, but for my overall thoughts of this episode, I thought it was great. Uh, like you said, I didn't think there was any really dramatic moments. No. It's still light. So mm-hmm. the first two episodes of the season, still light, still fun. Smart. Still growing. Mm-hmm. We see different types of uh, inventions, and we can yes. see that um, more people are coming to the town. Yes. Businesses booming, very diverse. Very in the background, I saw people in the background. Really? I saw I saw two or three black people in the background. Okay. I didn't see I didn't see your Asian guy. I was like, I didn't see mine. <laughs> yeah, our Asian guy he was on last time. He wasn't there, but I saw I saw I, three or four black people. I on still there. questioned the diversity, but it's still nineteen fifteen. <laughs> yeah, right. So that yes. is besides the point. Yes, but I, I'm really excited to get into it. So let's just. Get into it. Elizabeth yes. is teaching Timmy how to ride a bike for the first time. <laughs> this was very, very sweet to see, first of all. Um, but what were your thoughts of how she got him riding the bike? 
the whole process because he's always like, no, don't let go, don't let go. But the whole process that Elizabeth did in order to get Timmy to have the self-confidence to finally ride a bike. Once again, I wish Elizabeth was my teacher. She's so good. She's so good. And I think the thing about her, I love how she took his piano playing skills and tie a good teacher does that tied it into the bike. Mm-hmm. She was very clever about doing it, and it was and and it wasn't and it was just like it was just she's she's so caring and considerate with her kids and and wants them to be their best. And so, so I guess it's another classic Elizabeth kid story. This was another classic. They always they do they do this very well in the show with her when she interacts with the kids and they actually tell kid stories about overcoming something and. And doing it, and he wanted to give up, and she was like, "No, we're gonna we're gonna work this out." And she found a way, as a good teacher would, mm-hmm. to do it. That's why I liked about the story. What about you? I think it was a very realistic story. It took me back to when I was six years old. Oh, okay. <laughs> Riding okay. a bike for the first time, I remember. It took me two days, two days to oh, really? to learn it. Um, but it, I did like the process because, yeah, first you you fail, and then he and he was just afraid of like really embarrassing himself mm-hmm. more so than just the failing part and i liked how she kind of reverse psychology yeah. him yes, into uh, it where the word is right yeah reverse it, it was very smart but yes. also very elizabeth in the fact that it's like no you do have skills it took you a while to learn piano but you could do it mm-hmm. it's the same thing and you say uh, apply those you know foundations to riding a bike it just takes practice and, and it doesn't matter if you embarrass yourself if you get yourself up and dust yourself off and try again mm-hmm. just like Aaliyah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, I know that's fine. I hope it's like very it was 90s. Exactly that way. Very 90s. Um, but I, it was very realistic too because kids who are watching this this show right now with their parents, they're going through it too. Mm-hmm. So they can learn from yeah. this. It was it was interesting because um, again, I don't know how Elizabeth does it in her dress. I'm like I, I, am a guy, so I have no idea. But how, how do you right. like? That was the cleanest white black. Yeah, exa- exactly. I thought the exact same thing. I was like, "Girl, you're outside with I kids." Know, I know. Not a speck and, on it. And a long dress. I have to run after him on the bike. I was like, "That, that takes some, some clever." Uh, that, that's, that means, that means you're talented. I'm like, I don't know, I don't know, I can do it. But it was just like, it was so funny. That's I was looking at that. in and of itself. In itself, in itself, because I know that's how they dress back then. But um, mm-hmm. it was very relatable. I agree with you. Very relatable. A good story. Again, the kids are always good. I mean, right. I mean, the first episode this season we had Laura. Yes, and then now we have Timmy. I wonder yes. who the next kids' storyline. And is. I want to mention Laura. The actress who plays Laura has a gap in her teeth. So mind the gap. I have one too. Mind the gap. Great people have them, and I'm glad she how she keeps her gap in her teeth. There you go. I just want to mention. I noticed that in the episode this time when she was smiling. <laughs> all right. So, all right. <laughs> she's like, "What, James?" I'm like, "I do." Mind the gap. Gaps are good. Gaps are good. Um, hashtag gaps. <laughs> Moving on to now we get this new scoundrel in town because we saw at the end of last episode yeah. we have uh, this new guy yes. buys out Gallon and and Lee. Bill yeah oh, no, well, and, Bill. and Bill yes sorry they, they, they all went to leave because yeah. you know Lee yeah. backed out um, but we have this guy who bought the the saloon for ten thousand dollars and we finally meet him what were, first of all. What were your thoughts of his introduction? Loved it. In the cafe. Loved and it. what are your overall quick impressions of Lucas Bouchard? Great opening. The magic thing, hilarious. Great. Um, I like that he's mysterious. Love the banter that he had with everybody. I mean, he, they got it with everybody. That small town was yeah, he, they, he met with Bill, Elizabeth, Rosemary, <laughs> Cody, Abigail, Fiona. Faith. Faith. 
He met with everybody. Yeah, at and Florence them were nearby. They were Florence and Molly were, they were nearby. But right. like he met up, he had some interactions with just about everybody. I loved him. That's just for the quick thing. I, I like that. And I think see, I don't think he's a bad guy. I think I think there's something going on bigger than that. But it's a good mystery. It's going to be a good mystery. Well, the, that'll be in my predictions later. Yes, but yes. I I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he's not a bad thing. But we'll get more into that. Yeah. Um, I liked him. His personality. I mean, yeah. first of all, he's he's great to look at. Very good looking folks. But also very charming to the point yes. where it's alarming for yes. Bill. Bill's like, N- no new guy who's yes. this nice and charming <laughs> is that honest and, and honorable. Uh, what are your thoughts of how Bill just kind of took action and did like a lot of background research on him? Well, I just thought, well, at first I was kind of like, why are you so suspicious at first? But then I, I kind of get, I try to get into the mindset of being from a small town that's very close. Everybody's close together. A new guy coming in. And he doesn't really answer your question straight out. I think there's a little bit of jealousy, though, in there because he wanted the saloon. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the motivation kind of. But then also, and he's looking out for the town, too. So he's kind of, there's a, there's a, a he's a man thing. It was a push and pull there, I think, for him. He was kind of like, I don't know about this guy. But I was like, first of all, why are you attacking him so hard? Like, we don't even know who he is. I mean, we don't know if he's bad or not. Yeah, Bill went into immediate sheriff mode. <laughs> he did. And we've seen him be more more nice and open to newcomers into town but i think it's because it's another guy and he didn't trust and i think that just the police sheriff red flags went off in his head where a new guy who doesn't know can easily afford paying and buying a saloon for ten thousand dollars i mean back then 1915 yeah ten thousand is a lot of money so i I think it just raised a lot of questions like who is this guy who can afford all this where did the money come from where's where were you in your past right in order to have this type of lifestyle now but i I think yeah i think it was i think it was all of that i just think yeah there's a little bit of jealousy in there and a little envy because he wanted you think he started thinking i can own the saloon and he had some ideas probably Mm -hmm. that now are not realized because someone swooped in and took it and 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 abigail was like um that guy, I've got his name already. He could sell, I think it was Tom was his name or something. You can, he can sell a saloon to anybody he wants. I mean, you, you don't have to vet them, basically. You can, right. it's, it's his right to do that. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I, I'm like, okay, Abigail, you're right about that. Business and owner to business. Business owner to business owner. So I, was like, I, I get it. And then, when he went, and then when he went to add food, Bill's like, Abigail's Cafe is just fine. Like, But I was thinking, yeah, you should have more options. That's how life is now. It's just one restaurant. It'd be kind of weird. I mean, there's right. options now. No, I know what it's like in a small town. Yeah, you do. I mean, yes, it's small, and there might be two or three quote-unquote competing restaurants but you actually find that you know your clientele still remains the same yes no matter if there's another restaurant like the people who are loyal will just keep coming back right, despite a new place right and we always see people going to the saloon anyways they're gonna so, go anyway they're so it's go not anyway. like their money's changing no. or not at all you no know, all their you know business is going to one place that's yeah. it right um, but I, I did love Bill because he, it's just so funny to see him like go like hard just go. He did. Um, even getting the New Orleans yeah. Police Department yes. involved. But then we get this mysterious call from a or Bill calls this woman in Cape Fullerton. Yes. At the mention of Lucas' name, immediate hang up. Yep. What do you think that? Was? Well, I love that Fiona was part of this. Because I just, I just, I, she's my Fiona favorite new character. Great. She's my favorite new character on the show right now. Girl can stay. She is, she is hilarious, and she takes no prisoners. Um, and I love what she was listening. I, I loved her banter with Bill too. When he was like, "Really? Isn't it against the law?" She's like, "I can just listen to the first ten seconds, make sure the call goes through." The way her answer was just like, 
and he smiled. He, he was impressed by her kind of too because he did want answers. He wants to know stuff, mm-hmm. and she was willing to help. She's in the position to know everybody's secrets. Yes, I, so I love that. I was like, yes, girl. I miss being a switchboard operator sometimes. Looking at this, um, I did it twice in my life, um, but no, I I, I like the fact that um, Bill's going to investigate. And we have some mystery now. We don't know who this woman is. There's another line who hung up the phone. And I love that Fiona's part of it. I just, I just, I just love the whole thing. Yeah, but the whole mm-hmm. mystery, Cape Fullerton. Yeah. What could have happened? It was a woman. A it was woman a woman. Who was involved who obviously did not like Lucas. Yeah. To yeah. the point where she immediately hung up. So hopefully we'll get more answers. Lori Meeker's all, they're doing hangups even back then. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's all, yeah. she must count to 10 very, very slow. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, exactly. Conversation. That'd be me. I mean, I'd be like, one. Two and it goes slower. Two and a half. Two and a half. Three. <laughs> I know it's funny, um, but yeah, no, I thought I just thought that story the, the, again. The dialogue was so snappy. I just, I mean, they were all even her dialogue with with, uh, with Lucas later too. It was just Lucas. like the whole French thing. But and girl knows French. Yes, she does. So again, she can stay. Yes. Um, and and I I liked how he interacted with so many people so quick. In this yes. episode, Lucas, because he's so charming, and Bill's like, no, something's up. But then the moment where he he's also he, he rubs off the wrong way to Bill, yes. but also he kind of starts off on the wrong foot with Rosemary and Elizabeth, yes. the females of the town. Yes. Um, what were your thoughts of his interaction with? Those well, that's just that, but also the guys were all watching him. It's kind of funny to see when Lee and Jesse <laughs> they were all standing outside watching. It was kind of funny. They're not right. they're not all there. Um, and with Rosemary, that was one of the funniest, again, funny scenes. I mean, just her introducing herself and her stage name and her whole Rosemary like pose. Love I love it. Well, I could just relate to that so much. Um, and then, uh, and then just her wanting to be the entertainment. And when she saw that piano, I was hilarious. I just, I thought she was so, she, Rosemary, uh, Pascal does comedy so well. I mean, she's just hilarious. Um, and I thought it was just really funny that, he just, I mean, and with Elizabeth, it was almost, it was almost kind of sad because when he heard the name Mrs. Thornton mm-hmm. and then saw the baby, he assumed there was a Mr. Thornton, which he wouldn't normally assume that. And then when he found out that, when they told him later that she, there wasn't, you know, Jack passed, you could see a little something like, oh. He keeps okay. sticking his foot in his mouth. Yes. He said that kind of. He's kind of said that. Like, He's also very presumptuous. On, yes. On some fronts. Especially he was trying to read Elizabeth and like, yeah. you have good personality yes. and, and all this. And she even responded, you don't even know me. You don't even know me. So it just shows that he can read, or at least he thinks he can read people's personality. Well, he did to Abigail, too. Yeah. And when she said, well, I want to meet this mayor. And if you realize she was the mayor also, yeah, then he kind of like, it's like, oh, okay. Um but it's but it completely. I, I like it's, it's just fun. It was just, it was all fun. I get snappy dialogue, and I just I, I I'm glad that now we have a little precedent with everybody in town with him. Mm-hmm. So now the story, story the storylines can go anywhere at this point now because yeah. now he's he's met everybody. He's also good with Cody. He was great with Cody. Uh, Cody the the magic. Magic chicks. So does anybody know? Does Chris McNally in real life know how to do magic? Is that his thing? Because I'm like it looked real to me. I don't know. His French is good. He had a friend there's a French too. It's like he was speaking French. And I was like, ooh, he speaks French. Well, and that's French also French. the thing. I mean, his opening shot was the whole hand. It, yes. You know, I, I can't even say the term. Yeah. The whole hand tricking and yeah. like making it look like he doesn't have the cordon when he actually does the whole hand right. cupping. Slide, it's not like they call slide it slide of hand. hand. Slide of it. hand. Thank you. Slide of hand. Obviously, I do magic. Yes. And then, uh, and then we see the the other. Coin flipping, yes, thingy thing. That's fun. I can't do that. It's, it's fun. I can't do That's that. That's the best technical term I can come yeah. up with. Coin thingy, flippy um, thingy. 
So he, I, again, I have a lot of predictions about this yes, guy. Yeah, but his his personality and charming. He very is very charming. Now I do like him, despite what's up his sleeve. See, I like him. I, sure. I think he's a, I think he's a breath of fresh air in the town, especially for men, for the men's side. Just he's a okay. breath of fresh air. There's a lot of women. So now we're building the men's side of this of this city, yeah, this town. And so he's renaming the saloon Queen of Hearts. I like it. I like, I like the name. I think it's a great name of a saloon. I think it's a great name of a saloon. Like, why not? I like it. I, and all that mm-hmm. fish he brought in, that fish looked good, too. I was like, well, I want some fish. Fish. But mm. we see at the end of the episode, he's hiding money underneath it. See, and again, that could be anything. It could be, I mean, we know it's money, but it could be for anything. I'm about to say, it could be for anything. We don't know No, I what have it's my for. predictions. Yeah. Just wait. And they're probably accurate, too, I'm sure. <laughs> going to bring that up. But before we do, uh, thank you, everyone, who's always tuning in every single week. Keep rating, keep commenting on iTunes, and keep subscribing on YouTube. So, I mean, and the way that it helps build AfterBuzz is subscribing to all of our channel genres and subscribe there. And, yes. you know, it just helps build our network and build our shows and keep us bringing these shows back to you. Yes, we're on AfterBuzz TV drama, so go to that page. I mean, subscribe to that page for sure. But we also have ones for comedy. We have some for reality TV, red carpets, science fiction. But, yeah, go go there. Subscribe, like, and on this show, go there and subscribe to When Calls the Heart After Show. Because mm-hmm. we, do, we do a lot of work to bring this to you guys. Subscribe to your comment, rate, like. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you like about the show. Tell us what you like about Marissa. Tell us everything. And you know? James. And, and me too, I guess. Me. My laugh. Um, oh, no, but it's all about her. I miss your laugh. Um, but no, so, but exactly. But go on there and do this because we really love, and you know, Maria Menounos and Karen Negar, who, you know, founded this place, really love bringing these, this content to you. So please do that and help us out. Yeah, and I love reading the comments. We actually got five ratings yes. on, on iTunes. So people yes. are doing it. But yeah. also, if you leave your comments, we will read we'll them read live yeah. on, on iTunes. Yes. And also, uh, we did have a nice comment, actually, via Facebook oh, okay. um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, Brandon Hannon, who posted in the Hardy's Facebook group, okay. uh, actually posted our show. Um, and I, didn't he, see, I didn't see this. Okay, he says, good. I found myself listening to podcasts and stumbled across this one, our show. Um, a great show that reviews my Cult of the Heart episodes. Each episode contains a guest every once in a while. Yeah, yeah very, very, very very so. yeah. But um, yeah, he, he watched our Christmas episode. Oh. And he, he also promoted for us. He says the series can be found on Spotify, YouTube, and wherever else you can get and listen po- to podcasts. So That's thanks, great. everyone. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, we thank truly you so do much. read all the iTunes. We do. We, we read them. All, just all yeah, the comments in general. So. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. For always tuning in to us. Yes. All right, uh, let's moving on to Abigail and Gowan. Okay. They're building Gowan's storyline. I say yes. it every week. Yes. I get it. I get yes. it. Yes. Um, what were your thoughts of Abigail first taking the risk of giving her own money, her hard-earned money, yes. to Gowan to invest for her? Again, it was kind of comical, but also it was realistic. She's not a gambler. You know, she's not rich. Uh, you know, to get to, to put money on stock and you don't know what could happen, it could happen. It's scary. I mean, it's like anything. It's like taking, it's, she again, we're showing a lesson of taking a risk. Um, so she took her I mean, and maybe not getting the reward back. You may get it back, who knows? But it shows her trust in Gowan. Mm-hmm. See, it's changing. Everything's starting to change. And because Lee said that he trusted Gowan, actually. Yeah, put money on Henry any day. Really, See? Lee? Really? See? Question. And so I was like, there you go. So, um, it was really, it was, I, I just, and, and again, their chemistry is there. It's there. It's, I, I know you're like, but it's there. Cause even that awkward thing at the dance, at the, at the party, he wanted to ask her to dance, I think. And he just said, never mind. He didn't do it. And then, then the song was over. I, mean, I think it, I, I think there's something, there's something there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
<laughs> I know. Keep, yeah, yes. keep believing it. I'll see it when it actually is earned. Yes, we'll see. Um, but what are your thoughts of how he will be? We soon learned that the stock market for this place that she did actually invest in Durham. Yes. In Durham. 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 The, yeah. Like the, is, is yeah. With um, but this, it, it actually crashed. And he lied to her. Yeah. Abigail. But for saying, good reason, so to speak. Saying she actually doubled the money. Right. So what are your thoughts of this, this dishonesty? But see, I thought it came from a place of, uh, a different kind of place than what we're used to with him. Mm-hmm. I think it was a place of he didn't want to disappoint her, and he wanted to make sure she didn't lose out on anything. He knew he knew her money was hard was hard earned, and so he did it in a place that was I just want to I just want to I want her to win so to speak. I don't want her to know that this didn't work out. I think there's just a place of being scared a little bit and just like failing um, in her eyes. And I, just, I think I think I think it just came from a place that was completely different than the old Gallon who would have done it because he was being dishonest. For right. nefarious reasons, um, I, and, and we've seen Gowan lose money. We've seen Gowan take money. So I completely get why he would feel bad if she Im- immediately started off the gate with a bad investment, mm-hmm. especially at his hands. Mm-hmm. So I understand why he wanted to double the money and yeah. actually like give her some positive reinforcement. Yeah. But it's also I don't like the way he did it because he still has this habit of doing everything dishonestly. He has to agree with you, he does. But I think it's, it's gonna be a learning thing. Had he been thing. more honest and yeah. she not found out about it later through the means of other people, through through Lee, who actually told her the truth first, I think Gowan would it would have been a little bit more forgivable too. But Gowan has this habit of saying or of lying first. But see, I think like it's realistic. I think it's the same with Jesse when he first starting out. I'm like they just it's habit. You know people in real life, sometimes they take a while to to get out of the habit of their behavior. And I feel like Gowan went back to the place that he just normally knows, which is lying. Lying. Dishonesty. Right. I guess that's what I mean. So I mean it's so maybe well she talked to him though. She did talk to him and say it's not mm-hmm. good. So maybe now he will listen and not go to that place again. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but I like how he, yes, I completely agree with you, though, yeah. that it did come from a good place, came from a different place this time. But it's like you can't it's lie. the best way to go about it. I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh, what are your thoughts of Rosemary still trying to set up Carson and Faith? And just the pro- slow progression between Carson and Faith, maybe actually being like okay with it. I know. But that was a great, that was a great, I love I loved how they came together towards the end at the party. It was just like, you know, I'm so sorry. No, I'm so sorry. It was great. Um, realistic. You know, these are people who work together, and so to transition into a relationship may be a little strange at first. So it made sense to me that at first there was some miscommunications, and it kind of like, well, we can't do anything. I mean, it made, to me it's realistic. It's so realistic. And but Rosemary believes in romance. She believes in she's big and she's grandiose she's big. and very big. I can relate to that. Where there is you know. a spark, somebody's bound to be carrying a torch. Exactly, that's her. The two are perfect for each other. That's her. That's, I mean, that's her. She she would believe and she would believe for both of them. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. She's happy. She wants everybody else to be happy. That's 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 Rosemary. And you saw Lee in his facial reaction, oh like, God. oh, okay. she's doing it again. Okay, so my there were two lines in this whole show that are my quotes of the week, and one came from from Lee. So when, well, actually, it was at the at the party because Lee, Lee's special expressions are are hilarious. Kevin is so funny. Um, <laughs> you can tell they get along in real life, and they just they just like have a good time between him and Pascal. They have a great time. You just tell. Yeah. 
But there was a scene in this in the thing when she was almost going off on Lucas because that piano player thing, and he he said this is the dialogue. He goes, "Okay, Tiger, let's go," and he grabs Rosemary and walks her out. That was how he said, "Okay, Tiger." And it made me laugh so. I played it like twice. Make sure did he just say "Okay, Tiger"? Made me laugh so much. I just one one of my one of my favorite lines of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I mean, I think I mean you know Lee is Lee is the Lee is the straight man to her. He's like the craziness. He's like the Ricky <laughs> Ricardo to her Lucille Ball, basically. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. He can get a little Such crazy a too sometimes, but you know, it's actually his birthday. Yeah, he would have been one hundred and two. Yeah. You know, and happy birthday, Desi Arnaz. And because Desi Arnaz and them, they really changed the face of television. So just want to make sure I say yes, the way, way it shot, way it shot the three camera thing. That was all them. They're brilliant. And Desi Lou Productions, uh, but yeah, but yeah, and, but, and Paramount. But and Paramount. we're completely digressing. Yeah, I was going to go back. I just want to mention that really quick. But that's, but yeah, I just think that he's very much the way he just looks. At, he he loves her so much. And he just and he knows that she is who she is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, his facial expressions just are hilarious. They're just they're just they're priceless. He's just like okay, okay. Girl. But he said okay, it's okay, Tiger. I was like that is hilarious. They're fun because you we see and you know even go back to like season two yeah. and Lee had his feelings for for Rosemary and it mm-hmm. wasn't as direct. Yes. You know, Rosemary even had to go through the other women in town to find out what his you know, feelings were for her. So, and I like how she, she's just so direct. Yes. And just like pushing people together, whether they like it or not. But it it did force them to contemplate, like, you know, would we be crazy together? Right. It forced them to actually just think about it. It's funny because uh, on, like on here, so they're called Team Infirmary. I didn't realize that that was their name. They're, they're, Team Infirmary. That, I like it. They said hashtag. They're, they're saying that on here, Team so that's that's their that's their their name. I like that. I, I didn't <laughs> because know there's so many teams. Yeah, so many teams. I didn't know that. Team Classic, um, Team Flomo, Team Infirmary. On a side note, there's a show called God Friend to Me. I love that show on Sundays. And the main people finally got on a date at the end of the episode this Sunday. So I, was, so I like the slow burn. Spoiler alert. I'm sorry, they, but I like the slow burn. I like that they were they're going slow at Carson and Faye. Like, that's why I said I like the yeah. build up. We don't need everything to be happening right away. I just, I just like that they're kind of building them together, and and then on their own, they came to the conclusion maybe we should try this out. Yeah, on their own. I think you're special. I, think, I like that. And then the cute dancing. At the end. Dancing. They were dancing. Yeah. So I, I liked it. I liked. I liked. I, I liked them together. I like them together. I do. We've I been do. rooting for it for, we have, for for how long? For seasons. We even talked to Andrea last. We did. Yeah, we did. It. That's it how like, we did. When can we see them together? Yes, we've been we we've been shipping them for a while. Forever. So yeah. So Team Infirmary. I like that. Yes, okay. Team Infirmary. Right. I like it. I like it. All right. Moving on to the next team, Team Classy. Yes, our buddies, Clara and Jesse. So of course, Lucas, the new saloon yeah. owner, he's hiring, and he, he's hiring waitresses, and Clara wants to do it in her free time at nights. <laughs> Jesse's not <laughs> liking this. It's like. It, is that just his place? Thing. It's a male thing. To say that? It's a male thing. To it's, be it's men. That? It's men. It's totally men. Is it just men, though? Yeah, it's men. I mean, in, in some way, because, see, remember, remember from last why episode. Why would you want to? That's But the way he said it, why yeah. would you want to work for him? Right. Right. Because he, he don't trust him either. Yes, he doesn't trust uh, Lucas. There's some of that in there. Mm. I love, I always forget, I wrote this down because I, I always forget that her last name is still Stanton. Yeah. Because he said, oh, you related to Abigail, to the mayor. I'm like, oh, that's right. Because I mean, all these Stantons. In the city. There are a lot of Stantons running around. In the, there in the, are. I mean, they start Cody saying Stanton. that. Right. And then, and then his sister's a Stanton, and then mm-hmm. Elizabeth's a Stanton. I mean, not I mean then uh, Abigail's a Stanton. And now, I mean, I was like, that's not but I thought that too. I was like, girl, you're going to have to change your name again. Yeah. I know. I, just, I was like, oh, yeah, she's a Stanton still because of, because of the late son. Right. Um, but to me, this is, again, this is realistic to me. The show does hit realism. And mm-hmm. I feel like. 
there are a lot of men out there who don't want the woman to work so much because they want to provide. He wants to provide for her. Remember, yeah. he's trying, remember, he's trying to figure it out. In the meantime, she's like, we need to make some money. And that's what women want to do. Women want to help. And so his attitude, of course, this is 1915. Of course, his attitude is like, what are you doing? Like, why would you want to do that? Why would you want to create? Why would you be a waitress? Chivalry yeah, kind of. Yeah. Like, and, I should, the man should provide and the woman should do. Right. Domestic things, and because she's working at, working as a dressmaker is different. I think in his eyes, yeah, seamstress. Or seamstress, it's different. It's different right. than being a waitress at a saloon, right? Where multiple people might be yes. inappropriate at yes. some, some moments. But I mean, I completely understand the argument. Like, you're is going to take up all your free time. We're not going to be have enough time together. But I understand her perspective too. Like, no, that means just. Both of us are working hard, making more money for our future. We apply it for our future. It, it's, it's hard work now, but right. again, it'll be easier down the line. Well, I'm seeing a lot. I'm seeing a lot of women in the chat room who actually think just. What are they saying? Shut them up. Well, they're saying that that Clara is being too much, team too much, basically. Really? Essentially, from women, from women. I'm like, I guess they're like they should let Jesse. Well, it's um, my reference says I feel like it's kind of emasculating that she's trying so hard to make money just so he would propose. Um, uh, and Riddle says Clara needs to let Jesse lead the relationship if they're both getting serious about getting married. Why does a man have to lead a relationship? I don't know. It's, it's, very, <laughs> interesting, very, interesting. I mean, it's very interesting. I just, I just think it's. I just know that men feel that way. I just know men. We just tend to. We want to fix. It, we want to be. The, we want to fix it. And they, but I know that women want to help. The women really. Women are the ones who want to go in the trenches and say, "Okay, I will do what I can to help my man." Yeah. So it's kind of it's a, it's a it's a you know people say oh it's Sharon Stark she's pushing too much. Yeah, and I have to keep reminding myself we are in 19. Yeah, exactly, yes. <laughs> and I've just been in relationships where I was like, it doesn't work when just one man takes no, the reins. No, but it's <laughs> so now. Man, but it's, that's kind of now. keep coughing because I'm like, it yeah. doesn't have to be the man. Right. Women can wear pants, too. They can. In a relationship. They can. And I just, it, it's frustrating when we keep going back to the old-fashioned ways. They can't wear pants back <laughs> Yeah, they literally can't. Um, yeah. <laughs> only because I see what it is now. Right. So we have to, and I know relationships right. have changed and have actually become better and stronger yeah. when both people are equal rather yes. than one person just taking the there you lead. Go. So Stacey Matthews, I Heart Knit, Ann Riddle, Lori Pearson, Maya Ruffin, the Queen of Regal. Well, Queen of Regal. Um, oh, hey, girl. It's like, okay, she, like, she's an old fan. She used to do, uh, used to be part of my one. Once upon a time. Oh, how funny. Oh, wow. One of the once. Back when I did that show. Wow. Uh, Lori Pearson, of course. Janet Isaac, my girl. Hey, Janet. Uh, Sharon Stark. Melanie Talevsky. Make sure I said that correctly. My eyes are kind of bad. Let's see. Sharon Stark. We know her. She's in there. We got we got a bunch of people watching us today. Thank you guys. Yeah, thank you, thank Hardys, you Hardys for always tuning in. Thank you, Hardys. You're Kimberly amazing. Brew. Kimberly Brew. Hi, Kimberly Brew. Yeah, let, always let us know what what you think is if uh, if it's okay if Jesse takes the lead in this, but it's totally okay for Clara to also take another job. There you go. So I mean, it, it's it's kind of torn. I am torn right now, just in this situation. Well, again, I I like again that they're going through something that's realistic for young couples. Mm-hmm. It's something realistic that's still timeless. I mean, it's uh, the whole thing of money and who's making money and and engagement and stuff. I'm glad we're seeing them more and more in the seasons now. We're seeing that now they're becoming a, the young couple. So it's kind of I like it. I'm I'm glad they're getting more airtime. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad. we like because we've always liked them. Oh, thank you, Stacey. I thank think you. they're getting more airtime because one certain couple that we wanted yeah. is not getting any airtime yeah. anymore. So yeah. they're, I think they're really splitting the storylines that they probably potentially could have gone right. to right. Jack and Elizabeth. But True. now we're putting it on the young couple. Because we had the whole r- running storyline of Jack 
building a house. Yes, we did. He had property and real estate. Oh, that's right. And they had plans. That never came to fruition. That's so now true. we're kind of like passing that off to You're right. Jesse and Clara. Didn't think about that. Having a new house, starting their future together. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I feel like, and you see it a lot, actually, in just yeah. television shows, not just this one. Yeah. But television shows in general, when a character leaves um, more abruptly than you think, pre- there's storylines that have already been kind of built or in the works go to other characters. They yeah. get dispersed out in different ways. That's true. That's, that's, that's true. It happens on soaps, too. It's very true. Yeah, it happens Some all reason. the time. Yeah, it happens all the time. But, yeah, I think you're right. I, think, I never thought about that way, Vanessa. You're right. I think that's what's happening. They're putting these, say, okay, we can put that storyline with these two. And it can still work. It, it, still, still, works. it still works. It's still relevant. It works. Everybody's just, maybe a lot of people are just saying in general that they need to communicate better, like you said last week, you just need to communicate better. But I think the saloon thing, because it's a saloon, is raising Jesse's flags. Mm-hmm. I, think it's, I think it's what's going on. If it was yeah. somewhere else, maybe not so much, but I think that's. Maybe raising. there are a lot of scoundrels in this saloon. Well, I guess we'll find out, right? We'll see what's going Especially on. Especially when you add alcohol to it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No bueno. It's not a good place for no. a young woman. No, no. Who is as. You know, as great as Clara is. Yes, we like Clara. She's good. Yeah. Anything else about this episode? One of my favorite moments, actually, was when uh, Fiona was teaching Florence the telephone. And I'm just thinking, no, that is the worst person to teach the telephone to. The biggest gossiper in town. I love it. You you do not give a telephone to Florence. So here's what I, here's what I, my other quote of the week was when um, Lucas, of course, comes on and... (laughs) And reveals himself as the owner, and he, and before that, Bill was cranky, hilarious cranky. Yeah, didn't like his eggs. Eggs are rubbery. So the quote of the week for me goes to Abigail to Bill. She says, "I guess your eggs won't be tasting better anytime soon." And the way she said it was hilarious. I was like, "Oh, I was laughing so hard." That was that was my quote of the week. She was standing. She's like looking at him. She's like, "I guess you're gonna be tasting good anytime soon." When he walked out, and Bill's just so exasperated, <laughs> hilarious, 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 hilarious. Uh, so the notes that I wrote: It's been over a year since Jack died. I'm loving the beginning voiceovers of Elizabeth now. It's been over has, a year, yeah. I guess it has. It has. Um, and uh, let's see what else I have on there. Like I said I love the dialogue of the episode. Um, yeah, flow, flow, and the whole god, that whole scene about the gossip was hilarious. But the phone is good because you can find out things, and well, and yeah. that was hilarious. I want I an old fashioned one, phone now. I want one. Yeah, you, you mentioned that last week. Um, I think one of my favorite lines at the beginning was when uh, Elizabeth, you know, her amazing voiceover, I'm um, talking about little Jack, yes. and she said he'll be a man of honor and integrity. He will have the capacity for eternal love. Part him. Part me, all you. Yes. I'm like, ah. I love the voiceover stuff. I love that. You got me. I like that. Also, Abigail was serving beef brisket and cabbage for dinner. That looks so, that sounded so good. I was like, oh, what's some beef brisket and cabbage? That sounded good. I don't eat beef. (laughs) I do occasionally. And I'm like, that sounded delicious. Um, I just thought it was really good. And uh, let's see. They're, they're still playing that piano. Party, was though, that party, though. The party, I mean, that was a high-end party from Lucas Bouchard. Yes. We, we had, uh, we had uh, salmon and uh, caviar and, like, expensive, luxurious foods. All for yes. free. My yeah, dear. right, for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a man I'm, who can afford all that food for free. Right. And another funny scene when at the party... 
when Lucas buys Bill a drink, he says, no, I get it myself, puts down his coin. And then when Lucas walks out, he picks his coin back, puts it in the pocket. That made me laugh also. <laughs> so he got a free drink afterwards. afterwards. Yeah, there so you that go. was kind of, that's the only things I kind of, those are some little notes I wrote down. There were just some, it was like a lot of funny moments. It was really funny. A lot of funny moments. A cool moment was actually, that leads us into our special segment. Yes, it does. Um, at the party, we see a pianola. Yes. Which is a, pretty much a, in layman's terms, a self Playing, playing piano, piano. Yeah. and I loved how Rosemary was like that was your entertainment uh-huh. I actually know how to play the piano but um and, and I think it's, it's pretty fun because you know I was looking more into the pianola yes. um, the first two pianola was actually completed by Ooh. Edward Scott Voti in a workshop at his home um, in Detroit he, he's a fellow Michigan um, which is really cool in 1895 so not that long about 20 years before um this show and the voting later joined the Aeon and sorry I'm gonna completely yes. butcher this Aeon Company which put the <laughs> instrument on sale in the US in autumn of 1898 and then later on in Europe a couple months after that but the pianolas and the competitors weren't were not simply just an invention of any one person it was like a multiple different things kind of put together like different mechanisms kind of put together and uh, Vodi's pianola was so successful that its name came to be used by the public for almost any type of uh, player piano the original use for the word pianola um has actually disappeared. It's more, it's kind of dead now because no one actually calls it a pianola. But it's just like more reproducing piano. Um, but actually how it works, which is pretty cool because, you know, yeah. inventions. Yeah. Uh, it was brought into, it, so it has a suction power that's generated by the pianola's feet and is controlled and pitched by perforated music Roll, wow. so that's where you see the music roll. The uh, the greater the section at any any one instant, the louder a particular note or chord will sound in the music. In the conscientious conscious oh goodness, I can't even talk to you. Yes. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you do, girl. <laughs> the conscientious <laughs> pianist must learn to control dynamics as rapidly and subtly as a normal pianist. So it has to have the same timing of if a real person right. is actually right. playing. And the cool thing is the the music rolls, uh, they're there was over like hundreds of different actual composers actually specially arranged music from Stravinsky, Hindemith, Milhod, Percy Granger, and Herbert Howells composed actual music in music roles just wow, okay. to, for the piano. I love for it. The pianola. 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 Yeah, and the, the music roles, it's a uh, recorded. At, it's not recorded at a keyboard, but simply it's just perforated by a technician. Um, so that's where you oh, get okay. all the bumps mm-hmm. in, in the music roll, marked up with a pencil with reference to the original music sheet. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of cool little things. So you, you take the already composed music sheet, usually, yeah. and just pretty much put perforations that's in funny. it. And then with the whole section change... At the feet, it moves the, the music amazing. roll to actually it's play amazing. the air. Um, and, you know, put it on a roll. There you go. And you have the pianola. I love it. It's, very, it's amazing how they can it's do that. It's cool, isn't I know. It? I want one. Yeah. Somebody, somebody send me one. I want one. And here I thought playing the keyboard was hard, let alone. I play piano. Having the piano. So, and that's funny. I'm, I'm going to give a shout out to my teacher, Miss Pappy. She was 2,000 years Pappy. old when I was a kid. And she taught me and my sister Lauren how to play piano. I took lessons for four years. Five years, and she was tough, and she was old. She was old. 
It's like fingers. Make your fingers. Do your fingers. Do your fingers. Do your fingers. Do your fingers. Yeah. Do your fingers. Chords are hard. They are. Chords are hard. And you know, you play guitar. Know, guitar is very play. similar. I play. And play. So I, so I do. I play piano. Or at least I try to play. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, some information about the piano. Let, yeah. let us know if you found that interesting because I did. Some people, some people say no. They're saying very Again, interesting, cool, like kind of kind of like a music box. Things Matthew said. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty kinda, much. Yeah. Kinda but much a like very that, big, yeah. expensive music. Box. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Moving on to a little bit of news. After Buzz yeah. TV News. So Ben Calls the Heart was trending last night. Yay! Yes. Us, we were... Because I didn't see even it last I tweeted, week. Even I tweeted. Um, I didn't see it trending in the first week because okay. you know, I was competing yeah. against the Oscars and a yeah. lot of other big things. But it did well, on. though. It did but well. it did well last night. Um, the first episode actually did so well. It was... It had 2.446 million yes. watched the premiere, which was the highest season premiere in the history of Men Calls the Heart. People came Despite back. Despite everything that happened at yes. the end of season five and yes. where people said that they weren't going to watch season six, mm-hmm. you did. You watched it. You did. You watched. Don't lie. Yes. And it made it the second most <laughs> watched cable program of the night. Period. I mean, period. So good you, good on you, Hardys, for yes, Hardys. making Men Calls the Heart's yes, debut episode. Mm-hmm. So good. And also, it was Andrea Brooks Ben Rosenbaum's birthday yes, yesterday. Yes, yes, yes. March 3rd. And it was also Ava Cooper's birthday over the yes, weekend. Yes, so Ava Cooper, yes. We had a lot of birthdays. A lot of, birth- a lot of birthdays this weekend. So happy birth- birthday, everybody. Yes, you guys. It's yes, your birthday. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, moving on to predictions. And now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions. That's, that's, that's extra. That's yeah, extra. That was really good. Oh, I guess like, that's extra. I, like, well. I mean, I have my predictions, but I'll let you go. Uh, I know yours are going to be, oh my God. Okay, my prediction for Lucas is he's not bad, but he's doing, he's carrying something out for someone else. And I'm going to predict <laughs> it's his mother. His mother? This is predictions, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to predict, predict it's his mother. His mother. He's doing so. There's something going on, and she has, and she has. Well, it was not his mother, but I'm going to stick with his mother. Oh, the woman on the phone could have been his mother? Yeah. Oh. Could have been. And she has a connect, surprising connection to someone already at in Hope Valley. Okay. Interesting. I'm so glad your predictions are so far from mine. Yes. So, all right. Here's yes. mine. Yes. Um, I think Lucas is a poker player. Oh, okay. You see him with a whole sleight of hands yes. and the coin tricking and, and all that. So I think he, he's definitely a poker player. Um, he's probably that's how he he won a lot of money. Um, oh, gambling. okay, okay. And honestly, I think he got so good at it that he he got more money than honorably winning in, in that sunset. I think that's why he was hiding the money because mm. um, I think that's it, it could have been stolen money. It could have just been any type of money that he didn't win. Okay, you know, on. Completely, honestly, in poker gaming. Okay. Um, so I th- he's definitely a gambler, and uh, I, I think he he's taking that money and laundering it into the saloon. I think there's some money laundering happening too, but I think I think he's doing it for somebody else. Like he doesn't want to do it, but he's doing it for somebody else. Right. But I, I definitely think he's definitely a poker player. He has I like that. because he I was bet. also we see when he's talking to to Elizabeth and and Rosemary and just like anybody, he's mm-hmm. reading them. He's reading their personalities. Oh, yeah. Much like a poker player. Would. That's, that's true. That you you that just part read true. personalities in that sense. And then we also see his conversations when he's saying, and I like really went into him. I could be a poker player too. <laughs> you wouldn't know. Um, when Bill was talking about New Orleans and 
uh, Fiona was talking about San Francisco. I definitely, yeah. and he was playing it off like, eh, yeah. I might have done stuff there. I definitely think he has done business. Well, he, well he's not telling where in he's New from. New Orleans yeah. and San Francisco. Yeah. He he was playing coy with, with both of those places. I think he's been so. in New York, too. Like, you told Rosemary, oh, yeah. I think he's, he's been, been everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Here and there, he's a tumbleweed. So I yes. definitely think he's been traveling, maybe working the casinos or what have you. And especially the name of the saloon, Queen of Hearts. It's a It's a card. Interesting. He's definitely okay. a poker player. He has to be. Interesting. Okay. Tell me if I'm wrong. I mean, okay. if not, then maybe I should just watch more Sherlock Holmes <laughs> and then get my game together. But I think that's it. I think maybe. he's a poker player and he got a lot of money and he's laundering it into the saloon. Yes. Aha. There you go. I said it. You're probably right. Knowing you, you're probably right. There's a rating him like yes. a poker player. Yes. All right. Thanks, everyone, for tuning I know. in. I know. That's episode two. We're already done. That's, I mean, it's why so fast. I, I don't want to leave you guys. I don't want to leave you. I'll leave Where's you guys. In the meantime, James, where can everyone keep following you? First, Elsie Miller made this for me. It's an itty-bitty and has little bees on it, like after buzz. It's a goatee. It's my goatee. My hairline's a little far back. Whether or not, that's fine. I shave my head all the time. So, But he's so cute. I that love him. That is adorable. Thank you, Elsie Miller. I love it. Yeah. Um, you can follow me where all James Law Juniors are sold at James Law Jr. and all social media platforms. Shout out to Luke Perry's family. Uh, he passed away today at yeah. 52. And to the guy from the Grand Prodigy, he passed away today, also at 49. And he also laid to rest Christoph St. John from Young and the Restless today. His funeral is today, and he was 52 also. So shout out to all of them. Like, all around my age, it's kind of crazy. Wow. Shout out to them. So, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, rest, Sarah Feeney. rest in peace. Yes. Um, thank you, everyone, for always tuning in. You can follow me everywhere at Seraphini TV. You can follow all of us here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just speaking too bad. You can follow all of us here on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those fun social media platforms at AfterBuzz TV. Keep rating, keep commenting, keep subscribing. And keep watching when it calls the heart. We have a lot of more episodes coming up. Actually, before we go, oh, yes. also, I do have to remind people next week we're actually oh. sp- uh, taping at a special time yes. 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 7 p.m. Eastern, only because admittedly it is my fault. <laughs> yeah, four, so um, we, 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 so 4 p.m. We're going one hour earlier. Early. One hour earlier. And we'll remind you next week yes. as well, but we mm-hmm. are one hour earlier. So thanks everyone for tuning in. We will see you next time. Mm-hmm. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.